Confederacy of Dunks with Kevin Douse and Freddie Revis. Hello. Hi. Welcome back, guys. Happy New Year. Happy 2016. Hi, Matt. Oh, this is our New Year. New Year, New You podcast. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this is our Creme de Menthe um, 2.0. Exactly. We're not um, talking about basketball today. This is a Creme de Menthe podcast. This is the Making 100%. a Murderer that's podcast. Right. <laughs> Ooh, I like that sound spike. I'm yeah. Freddie. I'm Kevin. I'm Matt. Should we bring in our guest, <laughs> who's uh, not Stephen Avery? He's a, he's a wonderful, kind man. He's hilarious. Let's get him Dean on the phone. Strang. Give it up for Simon. What, 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 Hey, everybody. <laughs> All right, there's the beat drop. I knew there was oh, going to be yeah. a beat gonna drop. We're going to freestyle, and you know we're going to go real buck wild. Hey, <laughs> Freddie and Kevin, Matt is so, so heaven, 7-Eleven. Oh, my God, what? You, you know Simon, Matt is this hot? Is this hot 97? Simon McCamus. <laughs> <laughs> With the science. Is this the Flow 93.5? Yes, welcome. Uh, basketball welcome podcast? to the studio. At 7-Eleven, Heaven, Duncan. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming, Simon. Oh, my pleasure. This I am great. super duper excited to be here. Are you ready here. to talk some ball or what? I have. I was born ready to talk ball. That's great. Because uh, this podcast, we basically just like look at a ball. Yeah, and, and we just talk it. about Sweet. it. Like, oh. Talk about the grooves. Look at those thousands of little studs. The little dots. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We yeah, all, got it. We each yeah. of us try on successfully to palm it and pick it up oh for my like God, 10 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Can anyone here palm a ball? <clears throat> well, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, can you but, really? But some balls I are like cheater so. like balls. Like any ball? Like Wilson soft foam posit yeah. grips are way easier. Than Matt like said absolutely though. So you NBA can for sure palm I've done it before, but I think that might have been one of those like smaller balls. Oh, like a tennis ball? Oh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, I can yeah. bomb a tennis That's ball. Not what Do you I'm mean a tennis here, ball, Matt? <laughs> That's absolutely not what I'm talking about. <laughs> Full size ball. It, it, it doesn't all depend on your hand size. Like, it, can can oh, yeah. Muggsy Bogues yeah. do it? Kevin Durant admits he cannot palm a basketball, which doesn't make any sense because really? he's six foot ten. And but he considering said, the way he dunks, that's he a said weird little fact. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, maybe he's lying, but I believe it. Like, why would he say that? He so says he cannot. Hands? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Or they're not That's strong enough. Strange. That's strange. Or like his palm isn't that big in proportion to the half of his finger. Yeah, it has something to do with like hand strength. Chris, as well. Chris Paul can palm a ball. Yeah, he's yeah. got big hands. I've seen. I've and he's seen only six one. Guys with pretty small hands palm a ball. <laughs> yep. Like, strength matters. Yes. Oh, it absolutely does. Okay. Maybe it has something to do with, like, maybe that's why Durant's such a good shooter. He's got, like, little hands. Well, I don't think they're little. That's no, his what, fingers are, like... he's like, got long fingers. Huh. Who's your Guys, best I'm player? a weirdo when it comes to, like, <laughs> No, you know your hair. No, this, is, this is what the it podcast is. It fascinates the heck out of me. We like, talk, we talk like haircuts, Kawhi we Leonard. talk fingers. Have you had a full episode on Kawhi Leonard's hands yet? No. We have not, although that oh, is my, okay. fan, my fantasy basketball team are, are avatar. Amazing. Like, every time he touches the ball, the entire Spurs bench stands up and makes the claw symbol with their <laughs> hands, yeah. and it's great. I used to have the uh, Shaq ball. 
Oh, oh yeah, I was so jealous of kids who had yeah. that ball. <laughs> I remember at the sure. time looking at the jackball and being like, okay, yeah, but that's not actually his hand. No way. That's, that's yeah. not possible. That's impossible. Yeah. Did you that's hear, a cartoon. Your Shaq and, and Barkley's little beef back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, is that real? Because I, I saw, I saw right, it in Chuck, one of... I've uh, had enough of you. I know. <laughs> I, I saw it in one of those headlines where it was kind of like, is that a... Is that a real feud no, happening? No, I'm pretty actually, sure that was like on the set, uh, on the TNT set. They were just like ripping so on each other. Many, I mean, yeah, they don't. Beefs. I don't know if they actually like each other that much, but I don't think that like. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's really the I, story. I heard the Kobe comment. Yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's the what was the Kobe thing? It was just like that Shaq wouldn't have, uh, or anyone, was anyone like, could get he, a title coasting yeah. off of Kobe. Yeah, yeah, riding riding on Kobe's coattails, which is like, well, that was Shaq's team, though. Come on. Yeah. All three years he won. Wait, Barkley was saying Shaq got a ring off of Kobe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's ridiculous. That's, that's yeah. revisionist I, history, I don't my even friend. think Kobe got a ring off Shaq. I think Kobe was amazing as Kobe well. Kobe was amazing. I think Shaq was but the Shaq best player But Shaq was the best player far. on that team. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And Shaq will be the first one to admit, like, we're the greatest one-two punch ever. It mm-hmm. was a very, like, okay, my turn, your turn. Pretty 50-50. But, yes, clearly he won the three finals MVPs. Yeah. He totally. was the man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you guys want to start talking raps or let's, what? Let's do, do it. it. Let's hit up some rappy talk. Well, we got some some sad news. Do you want, you want to break it for us, Simon? Is it too late to say Damari? <laughs> and by that we mean we have signed him for four years. Yeah, and he, he's, played, he's played about ten games. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's uh, it's not looking good. I remember after the uh, his knee went wonky in the in the playoffs, and we signed him to that big contract. It was like. Uh, that's probably fine, right? Yeah. I, I guess what, what I'm a little bit nervous of is I think he's still going to be a fine player. Mm-hmm. But just based on these two injuries that he's experiencing right now, he's probably never going to be what he was like last year. No. So we have to edit what we think Damari Carroll yeah. could be for our team. <laughs> but also for the next couple of years. Thinking about it, his contract like percentage of the cap wise is not going to be that it's going to be like either. 15%. Yes. What's, what's his contract? It's, it's, it's 15 million. Yeah, 15 million. For year. four years? Yeah. Yeah. Or so fi- 15 per year. 15 per, per year. year. So 60 million yes. for four yes. years. Yeah. So if you, if you think about like that, that the cap's going to end up being close to like 100 million, basically, you know, 10 million is 10% of the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, you yeah. always got to consider that like the back five players of the team yeah, are, are like rookie 5% contracts combined. Or, yeah, they're true, five. Exactly. True, true. So to, to me, the Damari four year 60 mil is like, the epitome, uh, yeah, the epitome of the classic Raptors yeah. signing, yeah. like free, like that is the you, caliber of guy yeah. we get. That is the value of how much we sign him for, like yeah. just year after year. That's just like a standard yeah. Raptor but, signing. Batum has talked about wanting to be a Raptor, so let's get him in here, put him at the three, put Damari at the four, and watch his career just dovetail down. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, that is exactly. right. all his productive years are behind him. I know, and right? he's just going to be a dud on the Raps. Because yeah. like. D- I was pumped about Damari Carroll, but now I'm like, if he's just injured like crazy, yeah. will he be that different than Hito Turkoglu? I feel like the Raptors... Well, he, attitude he, alone. He's yeah. just Already, Raptors, yeah. The Raptors are like a spa for shitty free agents. <laughs> we're, like, we're like a refuge for free agents who are like at the twilight of their career. Except Kyle Lowry. To just come but get Kyle like a Lowry nice paycheck. Kyle re-signed. Right. Okay, okay, just off the top of our heads... Who's the best free agent, free agent the Raptors have signed? And as far as like how they've been as a Raptor. Like was, not, was, not before God. they came. Was Antonio Davis a trade or a signing? He was a trade. He was a trade. Um, Doug Christie? Was he a trade? 
I or a draft? Don't remember? Oh, we probably drafted Christie. Yeah, uh, no, because he no? played for Sacramento Kings oh, after, after Raptors. That, that was after. That was after. Yeah, yeah. I think we drafted Christie. Um, well, Christie's a pretty good candidate because he was awesome. Yeah. Well, but, he, we but if we drafted him, that's not a free agent oh, signing. Oh, right, right, right. Um, <laughs> um, I can't, I can't like, remember. Is it Damari? Matt's had, on the computer. Like um, it might be Damari. Like it, we've had Hedu. Dare like, I say Corey Joseph? Ooh, yes. Or it's yeah. early. But it's early yet. And I'm trying to think in the past, like. Mark Jackson, he was a signing. Sure. Or free agent sure. signing. Del Curry, maybe. Yeah, and Mark Jackson had like three pretty good years as a Raptor. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. Uh, was Jose Calderon a draft or a he signing? He was a draft. Yeah. Calderon was a draft. Anyway, I don't mean to derail no, us I, too hard. No, it's just, bleak. Just on the, uh, just on the Damari topic, yeah. I, I feel like... The, the, yeah. like, like summer after summer as a Raps fan, you just read the papers at some yeah. point and go... Yep, again. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like, hey, we, we, are got, signing we got the no guy one. who was on TV last year for, <laughs> for those two weeks. Yeah, And it's funny because like Raptors writers, <clears throat> there's some Raptors writers who are pretty like even keeled, but for the most part, they uh, so many of them have adopted just like nothing can be good under any mm-hmm. circumstance. You're yeah. talking bloggers right now. I mean, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all, of bloggers, the, yeah. all of the paid Raptors writers are like, man, what a franchise. What <laughs> yeah, a yeah, 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 sorry, sorry. Yeah. Un- <gasps> yeah. Oh my God! Speaking uh, of that, I have to jump in. Every time uh, on like NBA TNT, NBA TV, anytime in my experience, Isaiah Thomas or Magic Johnson or like any legend of the game is giving uh-huh. some analysis of some game or Barkley, and and they say some line of like, "Man, this is this is the worst of of seen perimeter defense in the last fifteen years of the NBA," or like <laughs> Isaiah being like, "You know, point guards just can't." Set up a screen and roll. Like the state of the game is 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 in crisis <laughs> right now voice. for pick and roll. I can't even do it. No, I'm trying. Great. No, it's start, but, uh, it start. I think it started stronger, but it still was good. <laughs> it, it failed horribly. Like so many uh, free agents of the Raptors. No. Um. But yeah. And anyway. And so when they do that, the NBA TV will cut immediately. Like. Or at least they will on the on their videos on NBA.com of like Isaiah's or like Magic Johnson's analysis of the game. And like right after that line, they just cut. I can just like hear the producers being like, oh, and they're saying the state of the NBA game is in a crisis. And we're going to cut, <laughs> uh, cut, yeah. and cut. So just like those There's uh, so Raptors paid writers. A, I, th- I think we'll, we're going to talk about some like how mm. the NBA is changing later. Yeah. But like the... Amount of old school, like I think oh, yeah, the, that's the NBA a, I feel is like full that's every... on doing the baseball moneyball thing. Yeah, where you have all these old school, yeah, like basketball guys who their career was made by the NBA. Yeah, and by the '90s, you know, like bruiser NBA, and they're all very not comfortable with where the NBA is headed because dare I it's say not that's, familiar to them. That might just be getting old, guys. It is. Oh, we, we're seeing just, a lot of people get old, and yeah. they're also giving us their old opinions. They can scram, scram, um, scram. I'm, I'm, I'm 50-50 with you on that. Okay, I nice. think, I think that's definitely correct, but I think there's okay. more to it. We'll get, oh, we'll get there. Okay, yeah. there's gonna be some unpacking. Okay, He's, so okay. Damari, that's bad. Yeah, I guess, um. I, I guess, like, if I'm gonna, you know, make some little positive spin on it, hopefully he's good for the playoffs. Yeah, hopefully he finds a way to integrate himself. At whatever level of health he's at, I, yeah. I think we've been for this season. I think on. we've been saying that, like, I do like him. It would, it oh, would he's be always oh, great, great personality. He's so and like, good. His defense and his skill set. His yeah. skill set is very be, okay. Like, important. he's reliable, hard worker. We D's well, shoots well. If I we like didn't have like a f- like defensive freak like Biombo, Demari Carroll would like 
far and away be our best defender. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But Biombo's mm-hmm. just insanely good. I love Bismarck. His pick and roll oh, defense is like it's maybe ludicrous. It's like gotta be like top three in the league. Like for a center, his pick and roll defense is like <laughs> him, Gobert, Whiteside. I, I'd love to see. It's weird because he actually has some parts of his defense that are not good. Well, it's just his one on one is pretty bad. But he's he's so athletically gifted. I feel like he lapses and then can just recover. And he's so mobile. Yeah, that's what but, I mean. But yeah, um, but but on the mental side, like he's so aggressive. Yes. Like he yeah. goes for every ball. Yeah. Like it's his like, last meal. He'll like, struggle hard against a guy like Pau Gasol. Yeah, but be sure. you know like our best chance against let's say like G state or something mm-hmm. like that or yeah or, or like a, a team that's really mobile um i also respect him like yeah just on that mental aggression side like he just has a great motor like i never yeah. I, I never see him give up or get down or give up on a play yeah. or like go through an effort slump it's yeah. just like maximum effort and, and inspiration all game I, I think we talked about this possibly last podcast but i remember the the talk coming out of charlotte about him being like almost Tyrus Thomas level of like, oh, he's a he d- d- won't get it, like bad attitude, doesn't try, oh, and it's like they basically I'm, like let him go as if he was as, useless. Yeah, and I'm looking at him, I'm just like, how did how does that happen? I guess it like it always is about situation. Maybe yeah, like any player can can flourish in a and it's weird because uh, Steve Clifford's a good coach. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think that opportunity is a huge thing, and he's someone who's who who went from you know. DNPs are a 12-minute game to at a steady, legitimate yeah. backup center role in Toronto, and he's 23 years old. Yeah. So he's obviously getting better. Can you imagine if he learns how to catch a basketball at any point? I mean, like, <laughs> I, I would have to look at the numbers, but I feel like his offense has like it's, it's marginally got, it's improved gotten, it's as, a rapper, Absolutely. as a rapper. Yeah. I would definitely have to see the numbers on mm-hmm. that, like of his field goal percentage or whatnot or whatever. No, no. he's Even um, over the course of the season, you've seen him get like – more confident with it. And I think that guys like, you know, um, Scola really help and, and, and Lowry in terms Love of like, Scola. they know how to, yeah, they totally. know how to pass to guys who yes, have no hands. Exactly. Yeah. And they've gotten better at it. Like. Yeah. Well, Jonas doesn't have the best or he has good hands, but he has like, the most panicked decision making. Oh under my the god, basket. that's such a great yeah. description. Yeah. yeah, it's been good this season. Yeah, but um, but yeah, still the Jonas is still will freeze there for mm-hmm. a solid two seconds. Yeah, reminds me of like very early Bosch. Yeah, like and his, Bosch's his first couple of years, he just like would hold onto the ball, look up, oh maybe do a head fake or two. I love, I love the, the, the over the head catch. I'm at the basket with the ball over my head, and I'm gonna bring it down and dribble it. For no reason at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's early every day, big man though. Yeah. Like, early days, Bosch was like a. Oh yeah. It was like a it, like interstellar like time freeze or like what's uh, Event Horizon? <laughs> yeah. I haven't yes. seen the when movie, but it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. when he caught the ball, it's like or it's like Professor X just freezing everyone <laughs> around him. Like time would just stand still. You're like. Bosh, just, just stop yeah. doing that. Yeah. So Either tall. shoot it or pass it or dribble it. Like yeah. triple threat, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, You're killing man. our. But he got there. Like, and I, did, I remember watching this interview with Sam Mitchell, and Sam Mitchell was like, "Smitch, Smitch, oh, yeah. <laughs> little Smitch." You know, I always got a matching handkerchief. Oh, that's good. Like, and people are like, "What's that?" About? Well, you know, we got to get about Chris. You know, yeah. Chris. You know, he's, he's not a phenom- He's a phenomenal hit player. Shots. And you Vin, know, Vince kind of body slam me. <laughs> um, you know, I, I was a mentor to Kevin Garnett, and you know, look at KG now. You know, Kevin is an unbelievable player, and Chris. We just got to get Chris the ball. I just love how he <laughs> said Chris. He just got, yeah, he, he got very, Chris. very effeminate. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> he's a, 
He's a good. He's a good mentor. Yeah, he's got a... I'd say I'd say he's a good motivator of of the young folks. Um, um, no just uh, we were we were talking contracts. Um, what do you guys think about uh, Demar? He's opted out, obviously, because like there's no way he's getting. Oh, paid Demar DeRozan. Mm-hmm. Demar DeRozan. Yeah. What uh, you you want him maxed out? You want him sticking around? What do you want? Simon, you want to you want to go there first? I can. I, I I got some opinions. I can go there first. So sorry. He opted out of his contract, so he's a free agent this summer? Yes. Right. Well, isn't this the summer that the big TV deal kicks in and it's everybody so, can get it's, crazy? It's, it's already yeah. started to kick in. It's right. going to continue to Yeah, kick it, in. It, oh. it jumped this offseason past. What, 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 it went from like 78 mil to like 90 or something? That's what it's doing this, this offseason coming up. Oh, so it hasn't then, jumped even once yet? Uh, it it just went up like a bunch. <laughs> is it going to be like a season. series of jumps? Like yeah. for the it next is. three consecuative yeah, summers, it it's going to end at like one hundred and five. Durant are going to keep having Durant, opportunities LeBron, for crazy West, Like everyone's getting everyone's getting a one year max over. Like all the superstars are getting one year maxes for the next two off seasons. It's going to be really? so weird. Wow. I, I, I think that's in my head. Happen. I thought it was one more off season. It's no, but it's jumping. It's wrong, jumping yeah. to ninety this off season, and then it's jumping to one hundred and five next off season. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Th- uh, thank you. I pre- okay. Now I'm up to speed. Okay, here's here's my opinion on that. I think as of now, Demar and Kyle Lowry are like two of the best franchise players we've probably ever had. We got a good thing going. Are totally. they? A, are they a championship cornerstone? I don't really think so. But I'm not. I'm not dying if the raps aren't competing for a chip because we've been used to so much worse for so yeah. long that I love our identity now. I love watching them. I love supporting them. They yeah. play hard. They're skilled. They're grimy. we got the whole OVO, you know, all-star mm-hmm. swag thing going. I think it's great. So I'm like, okay, we keep DeMar and Maxim out. Or if we don't, we got to go hard after Wiggins. Yeah. And I think like that's well, it. I, I think. And I think Wiggins is going to stay because I think Carl Anthony Towns is probably yeah. going to get Rookie of the Year this year. They're, they have the best young 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 guy situation in the whole league. I think so. They're, yeah, they're like the new Thunder. Yeah. Uh, and hope, hope, Yeah, anyway. So, yeah, um, I think keep DeMar or go after Wiggins. I, I agree. <laughs> I, I think do both. I think you keep DeMar because the contracts now are probably, probably going to sign a four-year. So that's going to time out to when Wiggins is going to be a free agent, probably, right? Sure. So at the end of that four years, then you can reassess and go after Prime Wiggins, sell him on, <laughs> and then and then you've kept him around. You've kept the good vibes going, you know. Like you kept like <laughs> that's you important. Kept, you kept this team. Like Toronto is a cool place to be right now. It is, I, man. Like, I can't pop, remember you know, the last time that happened. You know, I want to offer a counterpoint, oh. but I can't really because this is the best. You know, version of the Raptors that's like a sustained version yes. that's ever been. That's ever yes. been, and I that I don't, I don't think in terms can, of personality like, as well. Like VC Glory Days was a flash in the pan. That was like a two year run. Yeah, really? exactly. It was yeah. two thousand, two thousand one, and, th- and, and that was it. Really. This seems sustainable. It seems yeah. like a real thing. Um, it's yeah, it's very le- like legitimate. The, okay, here's my deal though. I, I I think that as good as the Raptors are, as much as we want to keep it going. We don't want to fully settle, mm-hmm. so I think that you got to try and get Demar on a hometown discount and just a little yeah. bit of a discount. Like I think, Enough. I yeah, think yeah, that yeah, yeah. If, get, get him the Tim Duncan contract. I, yeah, I, like sorry. I want, I want him to be on. Let me just So um, I think that twenty-five mil. If he signs for twenty-five mil, we have to realistically accept that we'll be chasing Allen Andersons. 
for the rest of his contract. Yeah. De- DeMar, like, that's the players we're going to have to fill the roster with. So I think that it would be, it would be like Lowry, DeRozan, hopefully Valanciunas merges into a superstar. That's our Whoa. chance of a championship. Because I think that, it, but if we sign him for 20 mil, it gives us some leeway to potentially maybe get an Ibaka or not Ibaka, like, but like, uh, but that, yeah, someone of that, that value of, or with someone that of that range. ilk. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go. no, I think totally. that, like, so the official max is a percentage of the cap, and that, like, will always be that percentage. Even if the cap grows, it'll still be that percentage of the cap. So, like, I think you want to sign him to, like, a hard dollar value, like, in the 20 to 23 range, I guess, whatever that'll be, because then. When the cap jumps, we get that extra cushion of cap space to chase mm-hmm. someone who exactly is like, is is like a tier two player who's yeah, really and good. Even even if you sign uh, like Demar Derozan for, let's say he gave you gives you like a nice discount, you sign it for twenty million. No one else on your team in the next four years will make more than him. Yeah. like we won't be able to sign. That is our best player. Yeah, oh, exactly. for the so so but even that as a decision is really tough to be like okay. We're, I mean, at the same time, you're gambling on having a player that gets better every single year through his prime. Mm-hmm. So that's all. That's a good thing. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, how much of a good thing? Because yeah. other teams' best players will be Durant or Curry. Yeah. So that kind of means like, oh, will we ever be the best? Yeah, because like, yeah, we, I don't think so. We that, could be watching Pete DeRozan right now. Like, very conceivably, this could be the best he ever gets. I don't I, think so, based on his career and like it's funny we're in a we're in a Facebook forum and everyone was saying that like peak or sorry not everyone but the, this one guy was saying that peak oh, yeah, yeah. Um, players are twenty five and I, I don't I, think so at that's, all. That's I think not it's like yeah, I disagree. 30, yeah, late right? late twenties. Yeah, yeah. 20, I guess I feel like it starts some at twenty seven. Players peak at twenty five, but like I feel like that's more injury St- related. Steve Nash peaked between like thirty one and thirty four. Lowry, Lowry peaked at thirty <laughs> or is is currently peaking. Yeah. At 30. Okay. I guess. Uh, we we went hard on raps. Stay, um, stay in town, Demar. Yeah, <laughs> stay just, stay just, uh, in uh, town, Demar. Other quick Rose. notes. Um, Ross has been playing a little bit better over the last better. month. T Ross, nice. Oh my yeah. god, T Ross, baby. Just, flight a eighty one thirty one. T dot flight thirty one. Awkward. Trade him. <laughs> uh, trade him for a starting power forward. Yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah, He's got talent. He'll probably blossom elsewhere, as many Raptors do. Mm-hmm. But trade we him. got Norm Corpal. Grow that guy. <laughs> um, so you guys want to move on to NBA? Oh, what? Matt was staring at me. And another for one. Me to say that. Yeah. It's so incredible. <laughs> Believe me, Daddy O. Um, that, that's my. Uh, I like that's, it. That's my like smooth end to a song. Believe me, Daddy O. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, Daddy O. <laughs> Um, can, can I jump in with some breaking news? Break some news. Um, so uh, we've we've heard the rumors that uh, the GM of CSKA, CKSA, CSKA Moscow yeah. is going to potentially be one of the candidates for the new GM job in Brooklyn. Okay. This, there, were, there were rumblings of this. Uh-huh. And then we're like, but what about Billy King? What about Lionel Hollins? And today, Prokhorov said, Kev, don't worry about Lionel Hollins. Don't worry about Billy King, because they're done. Oh. Was that making a murder? Nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just keep throwing that in there. Um, <laughs> their time is over. Lionel Hollins Wait, fired. so Billy King was fired? He was reassigned, quote unquote. To like what? To like An usher? male guy, yeah. 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 Um, well, you know. Take um, that. <laughs> take things, that. Things weren't going well this season in Brooklyn, and then Jared no. Jack just... Lost his knee for the year. Brooklyn Blues. Yeah. 
Um, I is it bad to say that I'm having some Schadenfreude in that? Because like, not at all. All of all of those short term like making a joke of the salary cap moves they made, where it's like we'll win oh, yeah. a championship, and it's like how'd that work? That's an expensive first round yeah. playoff win. Listen, I watched the highlights of that uh, Raptors Philly game last night, and we've beat Philly eleven times in a row. And if anyone in our division has awful luck or awful decision making, I love every single minute of it, and yep. I don't care if the Raptors keep making the playoffs I'm with on, you. A, on a strength of a bad division. Oh, I, totally. I don't care. Yeah. Do you totally. remember when we, we had need to every face advantage we can get? Ray Allen, Pierce, <laughs> yeah. and Garnett. Yeah. Four times a year, and yeah. they yeah, that sucked. <laughs> humiliated us yeah. over and over and over. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I, I hope they lose forever. I think Drake is missing out on an opportunity to take shots at Jay-Z that he's losing his team to the Russians. Yeah. Although, didn't yeah. Jay-Z peace out on ownership? He did, yeah. Did he? He sold, he's a, he sold his uh, ownership. He's an agent. Because he's a player agent now. He represents oh, that's Durant, right. does he not? Yeah, he does. Yes, he does. Yeah. Well. That should be interesting. Um, so, you I'm know. out of the loop. The Nets are, uh, <laughs> the Nets are never going to be good again? I think their only real options are trading whatever players they have that have value. Just trade Thaddeus Young to the Raptors. They have Brooke, Joe Johnson, and Thaddeus Young, and I don't know who else would get a pick, but basically they should be trading all those players for picks. Yeah. But they don't even have their own picks, so there's no incentive to be bad. Yeah, exactly. They're in, I'm going to say, even including Philadelphia, they're in the worst situation in the NBA. Because LA is awful. But the LA has a chance of doing this like one or two year or three year turnaround mm-hmm. because they have all their picks and they can or, still sorry, and they're still LA. Sorry, they, can they still don't buy. have all their picks, but they have some of their mm-hmm. picks. Well, even their current pick is top three protected, which that might just happen for them. Mm-hmm. And as bad as Philly is, they now have Jerry Colangelo yep. <clears throat> running the show and Dan Tony and, and a Dan mess Tony. of picks. I know. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. I, know. <laughs> I, know. I think Brett Brown's like maybe a good coach and he's just like i really wanted to have a chance so one of my so one of my friends who knows the wiggins family mm-hmm. uh, uh he's also huge bomb to drop by yes. the way yeah, just yeah, casual. Yeah, yeah yeah just casual he's <laughs> bam he's also uh in the cis coaching ranks and he's tapped into coaching circles and he's heard that the another like Sixers, lighter bombs but yeah. lighter bombs yeah it's so yeah cool. no it's a it's a hot it's a hot it's a hot pipeline um yeah. he's been told that like and just his own opinion that like the Sixers coach is actually great, but on oh pre, no, yeah, he's, he's pre Colangelo, guy. it's like the work. The whole organization was just garbage. Yeah, well, well and and like well, we've talked about Philly a bunch and like what we think, and mm-hmm. it's it's kind of conflicting because they're going for something so idealistic, but at the same time, you know, when you have bad luck with Embiid or not getting yeah. first or not getting Wiggins yeah, or what have you, it's really really tough to. Like they're they were banking on luck. Yeah, because you don't leave yourself a lot of wiggle picks. room. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think we both talked about this at some point. Where it's like agents are gonna hate you, and like they definitely like that's already a thing just because of all the losing. But also, Hinky's like a sh- like he doesn't return agent phone calls and like and their free agent signings like, is what pissed off the NBA more so than them purposely being bad. Yeah, them signing no one. Yeah, really, really like that's why. We've seen Ish Smith come over and Elton Brand just got signed because that's what Jerry Colangelo is doing. Although I think Jerry Colangelo is also just like like chilling in his home in, in Phoenix. In Phoenix, so, yes. yeah, for sure. Yeah, so good. I don't know how, how much he's doing. Keep but, getting them checks, Jerry but, Colangelo. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they extended Brett Brown, so that's at least yeah. nice. Because, yeah, he apparently is, is great, like super talented coach. 
Um, well, and the fact that, like, if the Sixers are playing hard at all ever, he should win Coach of the Year. Like, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? And they, they've had a couple wins to yeah. say, like, yeah. those they've changes, had a few wins. right? Yeah. Well, are they at three wins now? I think four they're at four. Good God. Yeah. I just want to say, I called the Sixers having 16 wins, and I might have Looking, picked over. Yeah, too much. I, th- I, I said out of this Sixers tanking thing, I mm. thought this was going to be the worst team. Yeah. I think that's right, but I, I, I didn't realize how. Is 16 the record, <laughs> the record of lowest win total? What is, what is that record? Eight. Wow. It's eight in the uh, New Jersey Nets shortened season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah of course. It's Philly has what, 2012 nine. or 99? The, the uh, lock, t- the 2012. 2012, 2012. Yeah. 2012 lock. Yeah, with yeah, like yeah. Devin Harris and... Um, oh, God, oh yeah. my God, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I think for like an 82-game season, mm. I'm pretty sure... I think it's Philly as well, and I think it's nine wins. Wow. Poor I might bastards. be wrong. I might be wrong. No, that's probably right. Mm. Um, but yeah, that Nets <laughs> team had the lowest win percentage, even yes. considering. Yeah, um, yeah so uh, oh, man. other NBA stuff? Well, climbing out of the toilet, I mean, the Spurs and G-State... Uh, rivalry, dare I say, at this point, because like the Spurs are nipping at their heels; they're right there. And and there's all these different like new analytics thing coming out, being like, actually, the Spurs are having a better season. That's right, G State. Yeah. Well, yeah, they are. They're the they're the most efficient defensive team since the O three Spurs. Oh my yeah. god, that's crazy. That's yeah. absurd. Yeah. And that means they're better than that Celtics squad uh-huh. in two thousand eight. Yeah, San Antonio's Wait. thirty-two and six. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So they're yeah. they're doing really. And they're also no twenty and zero at home. About it. Like, oh, people are starting to talk about it, but yeah. Um, no, no, people. Man, as soon as Lamarcus joined the Spurs, everyone was like, "Oh my God, Spurs!" Yeah, but then I feel like they forgot about him and all the Warriors. <laughs> forgot about frenzy. Spurs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, forgot <laughs> about Dre. Yeah, yeah, and you also had a lot of people saying that, like, "Oh, you know what? I don't think." Popovich is going to be able to integrate this. Yes, if there's, any, if there's, if there's anything no, about Greg Popovich, is that he I can't adjust. That. I can't tell you how many times yeah, I've heard that. You heard I, really? Yeah. I heard that many what? times, and I read that many times. Yeah. That's the dumbest because thing ever. The Spurs have this like amazing passing basketball. Like, like when they beat the Heat. Oh that yeah, that was like the whole. That like, was the most beautiful basketball Barcelona, I've ever like, seen. Tiki tack basketball. Totally. Um, and hold that, on, tiki tack because tiki-taka. hold on. Let's let, let, let's get our descriptors right because. I think what you're really trying to say, right, is tic tac toe. Uh, it's it's tiki taka. Tiki taka. Tiki taka. Because uh, I've heard Barcelona. of fouls being described as yes. tiki tac fouls, as in like they're, they're sissy garbage. They're like calls. nitpicky. Nitpicky. But, but fouls, Barcelona's yeah. passing in is described for as soccer is tiki taka, right? Yes. Okay, tiki taka. Sure All right. Yeah. True. 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 Because yeah. I think it just means like right, me. you pass till the other team like lays down and dies. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You just win the possession game. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best. What what else is going on? Uh, so you you know Wiggins? You've had dinner at his house? No, no, this is no. I actually really don't know Wiggins. How here's, many times have you had like burger eating contests? Zero, with Wiggins zero. So zero, like you're gonna be his his assistants in the dunk competition? Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I know I'm like that, but yeah, yeah. not like we don't really talk. <laughs> but if he needs like a guy, I know to, I'm to jump for him to jump over me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I'll I'll cover the Instagram angle. Like, nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, so I played with his older brother, Mitchell Jr., one summer league in BWT. Still uh, a pretty damn big deal. Through, yeah. through my friend, uh, who is like tight with all those guys. Because um, you grew up playing like some pretty serious ball, right? Well, uh, I don't want to blow smoke here. Like I, uh, <laughs> like I played uh, for my school teams, but like from seven to twelve, it was a private school, and like the private school league 
in my time from like 2000 to 05 was garbage. Uh-huh. It, it, it became way better in the la- in the most recent few years because they wisened up and started like giving scholarships mm. to kids. There's essentially a prep school kind of thing going on here now, right? There, there is. And it's wonderful because it's like giving kids opportunities. Did and- you play that now famous like Orangeville school? No. Because the Orangeville School is the one that has Thon Maker, and yeah. they've attracted all these oh, like, yeah, no, was people like, who are headed to the NBA. Like, yeah, I graduated in 05. Orangeville. Yeah. They're like seven years was after CIA me. bounce yeah. around at that time? No, that was all okay. new as well. Like, yeah, like I graduated high school 05. So when I was in high school, it was like Oakwood was killing it. Eastern Commerce was still at their peak. Okay. Like when Roy Rana, who's the current Ryerson University head coach, was like doing like the eastern commerce renaissance gotcha. and they won like five provincial championships in a row and uh and the joseph brothers actually uh pickering oh yeah. right um like just after i left did they, they go to pickering high no they both went to pickering collegiate or and high, they, whatever they played for the like pickering trojans oh, okay um, correct right in uh in what's called the uh oba gotcha like, i played in the oba oh the, sure i was in the durham west jaguars wait did you play oba they did what oh that's amazing yeah, yeah i played uh bjc yeah. Nice, nice. Me, uh, Bathurst <laughs> Jewish Community Center nice. for those who aren't awesome. affiliated. <laughs> me, me, Miguel and Francisco, my, my older brothers, both yeah. played the OBA too. What? Yeah, oh, Tom did. Amazing. Oh, Tom was um, soccer, I guess. Yeah, Tom was like too good at soccer, yeah. so it kind of took over his life. Right, he was too good. <laughs> no, it was, it, it was crazy. Yeah, like, he, he was, was crazy like, good. I, I, I realized that I was like, oh, I was never that good at sports because <laughs> I was never on a team that made you practice five days a week. Right. Yeah, that's intense. So it's like I never really got there. Like, and that, yeah. that was him mm. when he was twelve. Wow. And they had like a workout regimen, not even like the workouts you're supposed to be doing oh when you're God. not at practice. So yeah, some amateur sports these days are so insane. Pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, M- Mitchell Jr. had rebounds in the summer league we were playing in that were more spectacular than many dunks I had seen. Oh my god! Like his just his rebounds. Where's he would, at? Is he the one who played for Wichita? Yeah. No, that's no. no? So there's Mitchell Jr. is the oldest. Then Nick, who played for Wichita. Uh, okay. Nick just current. got released by Raptors 905, right? Yes, which I don't understand because they didn't need to do that. I think I think the D League might just be a constant string of releases and pickups because like there's been a couple guys who have been released and picked up picked up a couple times. Yeah. for them. Speaking of which, we're, um, I think we DeAndre Daniels a couple days ago. Yeah, DeAndre Daniels just is right got about to picks back up. Yeah, he's coming back to Raptors 905. Yeah. But I think we're a uh, Ronald Roberts who's playing for Raptors 905 mm-hmm. is is uh, now what, uh, out of our control, so he's going to go somewhere else. Probably. What a great name, Ronald yeah. Roberts. I know. <laughs> How about Alex Tupain? Ooh. I think it's Tupon. Tupain. Tupain. Yeah, it's crazy how much the league is like people are finally like every, it looks like we're moving in the direction of every team getting a farm system, which yeah. I think is great. That's exciting. Which actually is a great segue because yeah. we wanted to talk about how the NBA's changed. Yeah. I mean, that's, Ooh, that's right. definitely so that's a, a big That's way. a fun, great yeah. change. Oh, right? yeah. That's really cool. Um, well, and at some point, I, I wanted to retouch on the what you were saying. The old guys, uh, yes, not not catching up with analytics let's and fire, fire away. Yeah, let's go there. <clears throat> okay, I think guys like Kenny the Jet Smith mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Greg something. Oh God, I can't remember. Anyway, Steamsma, maybe, <laughs> and like Brent Barry, and uh, like just the dudes, in my opinion, who are in a little bit of Barkley. Well, Barkley hates analytics, but yeah. those guys like who fuse both uh sort of the old school mentality and mm-hmm. are just intelligent enough to appreciate yes. how the game is evolving yeah. and are wise enough to uh, stay up to date and actually understand the value of mm-hmm. the new yeah. uh, strategies well, and, and, and Barkley like statistics. would have been an analytics darling 
Like, like would he's, he? He's playing just his style. playing style. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. An- yeah. Analytics would have loved Barkley. Really? Can just you, like, okay, all, can you go into that? Just like <laughs> all the rebounds, he was like a four who could like you know he wasn't the traditional body type, but he could get the boards. He was six he six. Could, he could he could shoot. You know, like, apparently he, six four. Six four. Either really? Like, what a, oh apparently. my god! Well, he, you know no, what? He, he was like the Draymond of his time. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. He could pass. Minus three inches. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's uh, crazy. Just that kind of a thing where his like his unorthodox game. I don't think position. he shot the three. No, he didn't. So he shoot wasn't the three. like full on. No, that's true. I feel but, like to be an analytics dar- darling, you need to be uber efficient mm. in whatever capacity. Yeah, and maybe uh, pr- excel in areas that aren't mainstream statistical, like widely known stats, like points, rebounds, like Shane assists, whatever. Like Shane Battier okay. and like Joel okay. Anthony when he was on the <laughs> right. like the the the, the dream team. He yeah. was yeah. like. The leading the league fit. in like pass deflections yes. or like right. pick yes. and roll yes, yes, and blah yes, blah yes, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, I cut you off there, but go on. No, please. no, no, uh, no, no. no. I, I, well, I was curious. I was fascinated. Yeah, Barkley. I guess he would have been. Yeah, uh, but yeah, like they. So like, like a bit of a bit of Barkley and like Shaq is such an idiot. Like I love oh Shaq. God. The guy's a comedic genius. I love the guy. He's so entertaining, but he's such a moron and he has so much pride and insecurity up there. It's hilarious. Yeah. Like and Barkley sees through it. It's weird so how insecure easily. he is. It's it's staggering. Yeah, yeah. He's so insecure, yeah. Shaq. Oh my god, he gets so defensive and like yeah. and like uh, he starts like insulting Barkley and like it's... bragging how he's won rings and it's like. Buddy, nobody yeah, cares. You don't, yeah. you don't you even look like anything, a ten-year-old. Yeah. yeah, your your analysis sucks. Your analysis you have, sucks. You have no analysis I awards. I don't. I don't understand why you got to foul him. You know what I mean? Like just, just, just give him the ball. Let him go one on one. What's wrong with that? Just be a man. That's yeah. that's his. Dwight Howard should average thirty and thirty a game. <laughs> okay. Sh- yeah. Cool, Shaq's, Shaq's cool, cool. analysis. Dwight Howard was way better than you ever were on defense. Oh yeah. In yeah. in like his like medium years. Totally. I also but Shaq's hate Howard now, though. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. But, she, but, but I but just mean yeah. like not having any objectivity as an analyst yeah. is crazy to me. Like, oh, it's crazy. And, and what oh, I say, his, his, no, no, no. His only advice is be a man. That's yeah. it. Yeah, just he's, be a man. Yeah, lace them up and play. That's it. That's all I can and say. Like, Sorry, go for it. No, I was just gonna say like there's like <laughs> like when I was compar- comparing it to Moneyball, it's weird how many people are pro statistics. Anti-analytics because that's it's what they're the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so you have so many people yeah. who will devour all these stats and they have all these stats on their clipboards like charges and all these sorts yeah. of things and coaches who value that. But then I think what people hate about <laughs> analytics is that it's public, it's common it's, knowledge, yeah. and it's no longer Nerds behind do closed it. doors. Yeah. So like like Casey probably is a good example of someone who is like embracing new ideas constantly totally and probably looks at sports view cameras but at the same that's time exactly what I was in thinking, a yeah. press conference yeah we'll be like well i don't think you know i think the analytics thing is a bit of a stupid movement it's yeah, like yeah. well you're using it yeah and i think you're what you're really trying to do is keep that door closed that's exactly mm-hmm. what i was thinking yeah. Th- and th- that's yeah. where i'm coming from because yeah. i think that like the majority of the nba there's so much money in it yeah. oh yeah that and and like you know it's, it's, happened, it's the same thing in baseball. All these teams have embraced new baseball ideas. Everyone just wants to win. Everyone wants to yeah. win, exactly. So you, you still have a couple franchises, like probably, you know, I say right now the T-Wolves, which is weird, and the Lakers who are really not embracing, you know, taking threes or being the, like playing new NBA basketball. Like. Yeah. Um, and I think at – I think the – with with the wolves, it's just a matter of like a year or two. Sam Mitchell will be gone, and I'm sure they'll replace him with someone who's like 
very pro analytics. Yeah, I, I, I we'll don't. See. Th- I don't think Smitch has the the in game. No, they, they strategic. Shoot, they shoot a criminal amount of threes. Like mm. that, they shoot like some of the lowest threes in the mm. league for sure. <laughs> wow! Oh wow! That went fast. <laughs> Um, um, yeah. Any more points we, as to how the NBA has changed? I know you wanted to talk about hip hop a little bit. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I just thought, okay, so my my friend, uh, I won't mention his name in case I Drake. say some dumb stuff that Drake, no brings Andy down Wiggins. his rap. No, but yeah, we were talking because like we we've also both been um, uh, coaching uh, for most of our lives, and so we've seen kids that we've coached develop throughout the years we've seen yeah, just like the culture of basketball at the amateur level and at the pro level because yeah. we're just like such fans and, and we're canada has been such a boom oh mm-hmm. that's been so exciting yeah, it's and great. it's like as soon as i found out steve nash is like the president or general yes. manager of canada so basketball exciting. like oh my god yeah. yeah um but anyway yeah and we were we we're and so we were driving and i made this comment like yeah is it just me or like is is the fact that i mean no disrespect to drake we love the guy is the man putting six on the mat but like is it is it a coincidence that like when drake is like the hardest guy in rap in terms of like mainstream popularity or like the most popular rapper that ballers listen to is it is it a coincidence that that is reality and meanwhile we feel like the game at all levels pro filtering down to amateur is just like softer and whinier and complainier and like uh, weaker I'm like sure across you the can, board you can yeah. tie that together because like think about the, like the hardcore 90s obviously yeah. the bad rules, boy pistons bad boy pistons, bad boy pistons nwa like it, yeah the rules were different then so you got to take all those factors mm-hmm. into context but yeah. it, but like take that out of the equation like it's it's still a, the sport basketball it's still the game and there's still the connection like basketball is the sport of hip-hop essentially and there's still that rap influence but yeah exactly yeah. nwa Wu Tang, Public Enemy, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mob Deep, like you know the whole East Coast West Coast rivalry, like everything was so. And I mean, for better or for worse, there was like a, a lot of unnecessary violence in that. But anyway, it yeah. was just a very like hardcore, yeah. aggressive, yeah. amped up. art, amped up art form, and like and like throughout and now, the two yeah, thousands, yeah. it sort of transitioned. You could almost tie like maybe I'm really going out on a limb here and this doesn't make any sense, but you could almost like mirror LeBron to Drake in a way in terms sure. of like he's mm-hmm. so like, like Michael Jordan, if, if he had Twitter would, uh, would, would like argue his, with every single person. And, and his, <laughs> and his career would not as, Thank would God. not have been as successful because oh he would have God. said so many awful things. Yeah. But LeBron is like the, the perfect, like, amazing athlete who's also savvy yeah. and will also do like little things like leave Wiggins name yeah. off of his sports illustrated yeah. letter. And like, Look, you I, know I, what I mean? Is he's got that Drake thing where Drake think, is like, like hotline bling with Drake is almost similar to the way that LeBron acts. Yes. If Le- that makes any sense. Yeah, I, I agree. I, LeBron does not get enough credit for his political social savvy mm-hmm. at all. I, really I think, doesn't. I think in combination with like, you know, if Drake is is a bit softer and talks about his feelings, he's also thousands of times more business savvy. Like, oh, a hundred percent as a brand builder, and I feel like that is like that's a thing in hip hop now. Like, absolutely, Ken, Kendrick, which is Kendrick great. is amazing, but he's also very consciously building his if brand. I, as if like, I can, you know, if I can, who, if I can say yeah. this. Totally. A better, more healthy, modern man. Yes, I agree. Potentially, could, as we I agree. Seen. We are allowed to be multifaceted and talk about our feelings. Oh, I wow. agree. Yay. Yeah. Bringing down the patriarchy for mm-hmm. men. Exactly. So we can be, yeah. we, we, so we can, we're escaping <laughs> patriarchy too, everyone. Exactly. Uh, no, I agree. I agree. There's so many benefits uh, <laughs> of, of the evolution of both rap and basketball. But, but yeah, just that one thing is, I guess, I felt like, or we felt like uh, both uh, in the pro level and the amateur level 
kids are softer. They complain more. The and there's more like helicopter parents like intervening yeah. and mm. like like screwing up the, like the coach's authority and like just uh, you know mm. vicariously living yeah. through their kids. And, I wonder like, if it's also a thing. If my kid's not a superstar, okay, yeah, but let, there's more money. Yeah. Like, let me say this: Are you? Do you sympathize at all with someone like Mark Jackson saying that Steph Curry's ruining basketball? He said that? Yeah. He did, yeah, he no, did. No, I do not. Why didn't he say that? What's I the think, point? Well, I think he's just I think a it was really like, curmudgeon yeah. jealous man. But I, but I think that he was like, every time I go into, go into gyms, yeah, kids I just see are, guys only practicing threes. Uh, and it's like, the way I see it is like, you, like, if you're a coach and you see this kid who's just launching threes and missing them, you'll be like, oh, I guess he can't make the team. Well, that also makes no sense but to it's, me it's, because it's, Mark Jackson was like the biggest yeah. supporting influence yeah. of Steph Curry like yeah. when he was coaching G State he was Mark Jackson as oh. the head coach was like Flava Flav to who was the rapper from Public Enemy Jesus this is embarrassing anyway yeah. like he was his hype man he'd be like you know Steph Curry is yeah. the best oh, yeah. <laughs> like, well I think I think he's so probably he's like, more than a little bit bitter because totally 180 yeah yeah, yeah. okay That's so weird. we went a bit a little bit over in very this, over time uh, yeah, my bad. it's okay no it's no, good no. <laughs> it's good it's I'm great. excited to hear the book <laughs> to hear the book, yes. I read a lot, guys. Yeah, I, comes out. Um, I do a lot of comes audio out next tapes. month. Yeah. So this uh, this this segment, you wanna you wanna hit us with some tunes, there, Maddie? Ooh. Nice. Okay, this is me running full speed, <laughs> trying to catch a uh, the Lambton bus, which goes to High Park. <laughs> I got it. Two stops only. Here I am at High Park Station. <laughs> um, um, very exciting. Uh, so okay, th- this uh, I thought of a fun idea. Called fan moments. Ooh. So those fan moments can be um, you watching basketball at home, you uh, having a basketball experience, you meeting an uh, NBA player, doesn't matter. Just five moments that helped shape you as a basketball fan. Um, I can kick it off if yeah. you guys yeah, are. Go for it. Go for yeah? it. Get in there. Okay. So um, I'm going to start with something uh, very simple. The uh, Vince Carter dunk off. Oh yeah, that yeah. that very much influenced my whole life, and that was a pivotal moment in my basketball fandom. I think that I was I was into like Vince Carter in general, but that piqued my obsession with the Raptors, and I could I've never come back after that. Yeah, um, do you remember how old you were when that happened? I must have been. I was grade seven, thirteen. Yeah, I think I was. Uh, what are you? I'm uh, twenty eight. 28. So yeah, I, yeah, I was probably 14, 15. Yeah. Because I'm uh, 29. So um, I was 30. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh yeah, guys. Uh, I should mention we're all similarly aged, but Kevin's 55. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he has basketball insights. So fair enough. <laughs> so yeah, for, for me, you know, Vince Carter dunk off, just every dunk seemed to get better, except the last one was kind of anticlimactic, but that was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was also the whole. It, it felt so cool. It was the first time I felt cool being a Raptors oh, fan. Oh, for sure. You, Grady would, would have won that dunk off had Vince Carter not been in it. Yeah, yeah. we had the two best. Like, yeah. we had that on lock. And, like, going back to rap, every rap video was littered with VC jerseys. Every video. Like, the rappers, the video sure. vixens, mm-hmm. the, the crew, video the cameramen. Vixens. Everyone was wearing a VC jersey, like especially the video vixens. Like I'm serious, like every rapper, every video was a VC jersey. You it was were like not amazing. a true vixen, yeah. Were you not <laughs> wearing VC? Precisely. Um, yeah. Were you gutted then when when Vince said he didn't want to dunk anymore? Like he. Oh my! Well, that that was the first that of was, like gutting yeah. moments from Vince. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 
oddly enough, I'm not like a Vince hater. Yeah. I I kind of um, I, we've talked about this on the podcast before. I I don't want him to. I don't want his jersey to be retired. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also don't hate Vince. Yeah. Uh, I think I want him to be honored as part of like the Raptors brass in the uh, future. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I would like when he forced a trade and uh, wanted to stop dunking, even though he's an excellent shooter. So that was semi warranted. But yeah, I don't know. It was it was a very, very tough time. Wow. Okay. I am so fascinated by the debate of to retire or to not retire Mm. and hang his jersey from the Raptors. I feel like how do you feel? I don't know. Because yeah. I, I agree. I'm conflicted, but I, yeah. Yeah, I'm conflicted. I agree with all the reasons why it should not be retired, like quit on his team, unprofessional, blah, blah, blah. Like, of course, all that, don't hang it. But he single-handedly put Toronto he, basketball he saved on the, the map. He saved the franchise. Yeah. and He, he basically a, created the franchise. He, like, not a, he arguably like created the franchise and created Canada basketball in a sense. Like, yep. like totally ask agree. Andrew Wiggins, yep. who was his biggest inspiration? I Vince totally Carter. Agree, yeah. like, like the whole country fell in love with basketball mm-hmm. because VC was crushing it for the raps, you yeah, know? Yeah. No, I, so it's like, oh man, his impact was enormous. Oh, I totally agree. I, I guess for me, the retiring of a jersey is more about long tenure as well. Yeah. I hear you. I he hear was six you. Six or seven know, years as well. And then two of those years were were like ugly. Yeah. Then he left and had, you know, many successful years with the Nets. I think Dallas. We, I think we Phoenix, need something like now Memphis, and it's like I don't want someone who was a Raptor for six or seven years and then a journeyman. I, I, th- I find mm-hmm. that a bit weird. I'd rather retire someone who was a Raptor for eleven years, like at the end of Demar's contract or, or career. Like, sorry, like I'm a bit, even career. a bit more on the Mo Pete side. Mm-hmm. I, even though I, do, I agree, I don't think Mo Pete's. Well, I, I also don't think you have to retire. I, I think I think what I agree. we need instead of jersey retirements. You know how the Jays have like the ring of players like Joe Carter, totally. And, like, and those numbers aren't retired; they're just kind of honored as like fixtures I think of the that's franchise. A great compromise. That's cool too. Yeah. And, and like you also, I think playoff success should be a part of. You know, if 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 if, if any Raptors team, let's say if if Lowry or. Um, DeRozan went to the conference finals. Yeah. I think if they if if they are I've served as a Raptor for like nine or ten years and went to a conference finals, I'm happy to retire that jersey. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me say this. In terms of I'm to- totally deviating from the fan moments, I want to get back on that because that's also so great. But okay, let me say this. Uh like Lakers, Celtics, all those like original teams that yeah. have been in the league for like 30 plus years, I think the long tenure uh uh requirement uh, uh, makes so much sense in that regard, but for newer franchises like Toronto, it's true. It's harder I feel to hold like on. You got to bend yeah. the criteria a yeah. little bit, yeah. And Fair I also enough. think that might actually look really cool of the Raps as an organization to be like, you know what? Yes, uh, you you disappointed us and you kind of betrayed us in certain ways. Yeah, but but we are going to acknowledge the positive you did for us, which was a lot, and we're going to honor you. Like I don't know, there's a part of me that wants to see his jersey get hung up and and to watch him just like tear up at half court and just for it to, to, be, to just be this like okay. big positive exhale like reconciliation of like we love you VC and My for lo- him to be like I love you Toronto I, I okay I, I'm pretty conflicted on this so first of all <laughs> I, I basically agree but also <laughs> I know, but, I okay, know. My only last counterpoint to that <laughs> before we move on is that we've already done that like three times 
We've yeah. already had I Vince Carter right, crying yeah. in the ACC. That's true. I was there for him. one of them, yeah. Oh, and it's going to happen again. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And I still think it will probably happen like three or four more times. <laughs> oh, for yeah. sure. Just but keep it going. Keep yeah, it going. every year. Anytime we need a boost in morale, just bring every year you got to bring it back, let him cry. <laughs> he, can be like, um, he can be a halftime act, just come yeah. out oh and cry. Yeah, it's our sinister revenge. Him and Bruno are going to, it's going to be a cry off. Okay, okay. Okay, so we're getting 10 minutes per fan moment, right? That's what we're, um, Simon, Simon or, fire or, away. Okay, uh, Steve Nash. Uh, as a, uh, a, a preppy little white boy, uh, I cannot uh, overemphasize the significance that a Steve Nash played in my life. And that's why I totally support and empathize with anyone who's like, oh, I love Mindy Kaling or like, or uh, whatever, like be it entertainment or any other industry when it's like they identify with someone who's kind of a minority in mm-hmm. their field or mm-hmm. their art or whatever. And it's like, oh, it, it is possible. You know what I mean? Like right. Steve Nash was totally that for me. Yeah. So when Mine he, was Manu Ginobili. Sick. Oh my God. Yo, Manu. <laughs> and they both on. had different styles. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. We could talk about Manu. Yeah. Uh, we, we, and we should. Um, uh, when, when Nash was at the peak of that 05, 06, 07 run with the Suns and they – Really, were revolutionizing basketball. Yeah, they made G State possible. They yeah. exactly like yeah. G State is Phoenix Suns two point for sure. Yeah, like like G State is 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 the fulfillment. Yes, and the successful yeah. execution of the Phoenix Suns blueprint. Yeah. Which or, or maybe the from Sun- Paul Westfall way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, true. Yes, that. Yeah. Guru absolutely. of Go. Good doc. Guru of Go. Oh my it's God, great, that's it's a right. Great basketball doc. If anyone is. Uh, is that the UNLV? Team? It's like he he started like being like okay. Let's score as fast as humanly possible. That's but, my goal. But, but was he an NBA coach? At he was the, college at, for first. This, he, yeah, he, with UNLV, right? Yeah, and he with won Larry a championship Johnson. with the Lakers and Magic Johnson, and then Magic yeah, Johnson yeah. demanded he get fired. And right. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Guru of go. Um. Yeah. Like when they were just zipping the ball around, it was just like pass, 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 dunk, pass, 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 three. Like just five seconds, seven or whatever, seven, seven seconds, seconds or less. less. Yeah. Oh my god, that oh, that was the best. That was my biggest fan moment ever. Yeah. yeah. Huge. Kev? Um, I think probably I'm going to go with – so I had like a, a stop-start relationship or a start-stop relationship, I guess, with basketball for a bit. But the first time I sat down and watched games was the Philly series, the seven-game series, Vince versus AI. Yeah. That, oh, that was epic. That was the first time Gets I – his degree, like, misses a shot. Huge. Oh, man. That whole, I was so into that whole storyline. Oh, yeah, Biggest what-if moment maybe for any franchise ever. Yeah. It was huge. I also, yeah. like, I, I, when it happened, when he missed that shot, I was just like, I, it, at the moment, I was like, that's going to be so different. Yes. Like, you knew at the time how massive of a, like, swing that was in either direction. It you was. Know what I mean? It was crazy. Yeah. Yo, man, he went and got his degree. Yeah. yeah, education. Yeah, get that education. <laughs> yeah, D- don't get it mailed to you. Don't get it mailed to you. Um, go, 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 pick it up. Well, I'm gonna. Uh, this one's gonna be quick because uh, it's very similar to Simon. Um, I, I yeah, I guess uh, I, I, I like for me like it's this is a bad moment, but it's the Suns losing to the Lakers mm-hmm. when Grant Hill basically blocked Kobe's shot but run our test oh, caught oh a weird God. rebound and that was oh, when I was like oh man yeah. Phoenix mm-hmm. won't ever win a championship nope. yep. and I nope. love them so much yeah. no. but that was all tied into the Nash thing so that's that was, basically that yeah, moment that was the dream dying there I remember that that was the dream so that's a negative moment yeah. but it's still a moment that's <laughs> huge for me oh yeah um I'll, I'll pile on the negativity uh, when. Uh, <laughs> oh, great, 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 great! Uh, continuing the Raptors' playoff losses, um, when we lost to the Nets, that was the first time I got like 
ang- sick to your angry, upset, sick to my stomach. Jason Kidd's triple doubles. That was like that was oh, when God. I realized. Yeah. That was when I realized how much of a fan I had become. So it was a good moment in that regard. But I was gutted by that series. Yeah. And like, and you saw it coming. You knew beforehand where, where it was like, if we end up in fourth, I forget who we would have ended up facing. It was facing. a 3-6 battle. Exactly. It was like, if we ended up in fourth place, that would be better for us. But I know we're going to we're gonna end up in yeah. third. We're going to face the Nets. It's going to be bad. Like, we were all we're gonna so... We're going to face Vince Carter. We were all yeah. so on edge because of the Carter thing and Jason Kidd and like all of it. And, uh, yeah, just that sense of utter dread. Can't oh. retire a jersey to a guy who beat you in a frickin' playoff series, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I will uh, I will flip it around back up positive with, like, a player fan moment. Nice. Where um, I was at this program called Blue Chip at the uh, Blue and Spadina Jewish Community Center. Oh, yeah, the Miles <laughs> um, Nadal. Big, big shout-out to my Jewish community centers. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and there was this program called Blue Chip, and... Uh, it had these crazy talents. There was this one dude who was seven foot five. Oh my God. Not so much of a talent, but like an experiment. Yeah. And it was just quite a novelty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it totally. It was just like sitting next to him and watching him just palm a like four gallon, like cubic, uh, uh, <laughs> like gout, like jar, not oh, Jesus, tub like container. Big milk jug? Yeah, like a big milk jug, but of water. Okay. No, OJ, actually. It was it was pure OJ. It was like a four liter huge jug of OJ. Okay. Made it look like a like a sippy cup. And anyway, it was crazy. So it was like that guy was there and like other dudes who went on to have like overseas pro careers. Nice. Like it was just a crazy weird program for like grades seven to twelve. Like everyone was training together. Like, you know, you'd be split up for different things. Yeah. But for the most part, it was like everyone training together. And and there were some scrimmages where everyone would play together. And uh and I got in a couple of them. I remember one time I was wearing a Jason Williams. Oh nice. For those who don't know, was, oh yeah. yeah White chocolate. White, cho- white chocolate. He and uh, Chris Weber in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Uh, elbow pass. The Kings, elbow pass, you know. Uh, yeah, he was sick. Um, uh, so I was rocking his jersey, playing in the scrimmage, and I had like three buckets in a row. Nice. And uh, and just feeling on top of the world and like had the whole gym screaming white chocolate. And that was like <laughs> definitely oh, one, of yeah. The, yeah. one of the most epic moments of my young oh, life. Oh, that's career. huge. That's huge. <laughs> Oh my god! But within that same game, I literally got like Vin, like Vince Carter uh, uh, Olympic dunked. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> like either like either like minutes after I think, uh, like just somehow you know I was on D, lost my man, and like a, a, this VC esque dude blew oh. by his guy, and then I was just like a few feet in front of the rim. And this dude just basically like, what's the French seven footer yeah, guy's uh, name? Weiss. Weiss. Yeah, he, Weiss. yeah. This dude just Fred Weiss me Fred or just Weiss. VC'd me. Yeah. So yeah. It, was, it was. Do not ridiculous. look into that guy because he has a tragic Sad. story. Sad old life. Does he actually? Yes. yes. Oh, that's a bummer. Just um, keep. Just keep. I it don't as think a, related to that dunk. Keep it as a happy dunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, look, yeah. Happy dunk. Okay, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep his baby going. Um, as far as like arc as a fan. <laughs> This is like you can kind of sum me up as a fan because you know I I I I hate to watch people who are not the Raptors like crush people all the time, so I end up hating them. And I love Garnett with the T Wolves. Me and too. Hated him with a passion when he was a Celtic. Yeah, yeah, and, that was kind of me and too. for me that what culminated. I I got so much joy because also. For whatever reason, I was never a LeBron hater, and most of my yeah, friends were. Yeah, nor was I. Yeah. A lot of people, like, even, wh- even when the time 
um, when 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 it was kind of like, oh, LeBron's like clearly better than Kobe, and people were still like, no, Kobe's oh better for years. That yeah. enraged me. Like, and yeah, when you look so back at the numbers, you're like, not that even close. Not even close. Yeah. But when LeBron, there's just this little moment. I don't know if you anyone remembers, but it was kind of like Wade and. LeBron beat the Celtics and celebrated like it was the championship and mm-hmm. then went on to lose to the Mavericks. <laughs> yeah. But in that moment, there was a there was this block where LBG blocked the life out of Kevin Garnett. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It and amazing. it was the best. I, I just, it was the most cathartic feeling I had ever had. Totally. And it was weird because I was like, I remember like watching Garnett get blocked and being like, I used to love you. <laughs> I used to love you, but now I love this. Yeah. You're smoting. Anyways. You're smoting. <laughs> Arc of a fan. I love it. That's how love works, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, um, what else you guys got? Uh, I got um, so I talked about like my first my first on again in the on again off again. Uh, so then my my back on again for good was um, Wizards Cleveland uh, in the same year that LeBron did that finals run uh, with with the oh, garbage Cabs team. Yeah, is that yeah. like the Deshaun rivalry? It was Stevenson. Uh, no, but it was Deshaun. Gilbert. Oh, it was Gilbert. Deshaun. Oh, you're right. Yeah, Desha- yeah. Deshaun was like the shitty player who was just like, "Why are yeah. you talking?" Who but ended it was up beating him later on in 2011. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but no, it was like Gilbert being like, "Oh my God, Gilbert Arenas is amazing." Yeah, sixty point games. Yeah. yeah, and just like that series, I I just kind of happened across it, and then that series plus the run with LeBron beating the Pistons, doing all that. Oh that man, was, that, that forty, Pistons. that fifty or whatever point game. Was, yeah, that was like I'm in. So nice. I'm, yeah, the twenty nine straight points. I'm in for life now. Crazy. Yeah. Um. Simon? Uh, w- Wiggins getting drafted number one and winning rookie of the oh, year. Oh, that should be just there like, for me too. Yeah, yeah like any any Canada stuff. Yeah, Nash, what, Nash and Wiggins. Why so, do we connect yeah. with Wiggins more than other? Is it because he was like touted like LeBron? Uh, because there's so many good Canadian players, but like well, for whatever reason, I love Wiggins more than the other guys. Well, I think it's because no, he's no the first other. one who's like, oh my god, this guy's the best Canadian ever. Yes, right. Like, or he like has no that other, potential to be better exactly. than Nash, like yeah. have a better career. Yeah. Like like what other Canadian players since Nash? Like have or, or like or like forget that like how many Canadian players within the last few years are even close to as yeah. good as Wiggins? Yeah, though? and like imagine yeah. if Nash had been coming up and we were like, this guy could be like a two-time MVP and right like revolutionize. <laughs> yeah, no like, imagine like yeah. imagine thinking about him like that at the time. Impossible. It yeah, it would have been would have been crazy. Yeah. Um. Okay. Keep his baby going. Uh, <laughs> Bosch is forty-four points. Where um, it was his last home game. I didn't realize it at the time. Oh, but me wow. and all my brothers went because we like back when G State was always terrible. Sure, we always knew <gasps> it would be a great game with the Raptors. So, like, uh, also uh, from a fan perspective, it was fun watching um, Monta Ellis and Curry mm-hmm. just hit every imaginable shot yeah. and being like, "Wow, this Curry guy is like amazing." And that was like even before he sprained his ankle a thousand times. That was before everyone was like, oh, I guess this guy's like, you know, gonna be injured for his whole career. So this is way before he morphed into what he has become. But yeah, I remember Bosch missing a layup to win the game. Yeah. And he like crumpled to the ground oh, no. and banged the banged the court and that that was it. And that and was his last 2010 that, home game. Yeah, that was his last then, 2010 home game. And then I think wow. the next game was when he got his face caved in and he was done for the season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because there were still home games, sucks, yeah. but he didn't play another home game. Yeah. Right. 
Oh my God. Two, two things come to mind. Uh, one quick live uh, raps game moment was, I can't even remember what it was. It was like raps playing the heat and it was just one play. Alvin Williams broke Rod Strickland's ankles with the dirtiest crossover I'd ever seen. And the, and the ACC erupted. Al- Alvin Williams, my favorite Alvin rapper. Of all time, oh man. I saw down. him in the airport. It felt so cool. Yeah. That guy, that guy is just the yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, and then you reminded me with G state when they upset the Mavs in 2007, Dirk's MVP year, uh-huh. they won Mavs won 67 games. That well, was you can cross out my last moment. And yeah. that's Warriors, my favorite. That's like maybe Warriors, my favorite like, moment as an NBA fan. Yeah. Like, like that just getting team. to watch Steven Jackson and Baron Davis oh just like God. throw gang symbols Nelly Ball. while yeah. kill and Nelly like, Ball and while also, killing the mouse. That was, was the like best. that was my basketball moment where like because you know that like there's less upsets in basketball than any other For major sure. sport. And that to me yeah, was I guess that's right. Yeah, it's like like the, the, there's only like yeah, it's a very super team four, dominant eight, Sport, it, it really is. is. Yeah, like, you're right. In hockey, like if you get into the playoffs, you yeah. can win the Stanley yeah. Cup. Uh, you you got like, a goalie who's hot. Like, well, exactly, yeah. I mean that's not entirely true. But well, like teams yeah. like Edmonton more and so, Calgary yeah, more exactly. so than made, basketball. Yeah, have made like cup runs yeah. from the eighth place. Yeah, yeah. basketball is, is a superstar game correct. for sure. Um, but yeah, it. Uh, but like seeing. Golden State beat with you know with Dallas's old coach. It was just there was so much drama I couldn't yeah. handle it. Yeah, it was, it was great. Um, That's it for me. Yeah, um, Simon, you uh, we had a lot of the same things. <laughs> same friends. <laughs> Kevin, do you got any moments? No, no, before friends, we, I'm no, looking no for friends. one for one more here. I have one moment. Oh, oh my god, we got to got to match Matt, timing in. Bring us on home. Bring us on home, Matt. Okay, I'm in high school. Oh no. What? Okay, air gun. Teachers have some kind of charity basketball game going, and oh. we've got a celebrity coming in. <gasps> One of the singers from the band Three Deep. Oh, what? <laughs> Not the soap stars. No, pretty big, pretty big. The Canadian guy. The Canadian guy. He comes out, and they start playing, and then one of my teachers pantses him <gasps> on the court. <laughs> For the whole school. <laughs> what? That's an insane teacher move. Oh my god. Wait, Your I knew a then. hero. I knew then that in about 14 years I could get into this sport. And that's I did. Now <laughs> in about Sorry, 14 years so, from now. So many I will pay weird. attention. Yeah. <laughs> so many layers that's of weird. So many amazing layers of weird. Did your teacher Mom. get in trouble? Like <laughs> um like uh, I don't think so. Like we didn't like see his balls or anything. Like he was. <laughs> That's it, so it, weird, so inappropriate, <laughs> and it made you it a fan. Super inappropriate. Years yeah. later, oh and it, it just made me. It reminded me that that uh, basketball shorts were definitely the worst for pantsing because they're so long. Very right? easy to pull it down. That's right, and they're they're not tied very well. So right. it must have been a major concern for mm-hmm. you kids growing up. Yeah, it's just weird. <laughs> That is um, that, amazing. That's my best incredible what? fan moment. Yo, what's what's <laughs> your teacher's name? I think her name is Miss Dupepke. What? Whoa, it was a lady she, who uh, pants lady. some three Canadian pop star. Yeah. Oh my god! She's yeah, like, god. I'm just big up I'm her. just a teacher yeah. out of high school, <laughs> but I'm gonna pants a celebrity today. <laughs> um, Yo, big up! Fantastic. One hit wonder. Um, Kev, you got any more celeb moments or uh, fan moments? Uh, just a quick we... one. Meeting Kyle Lowry was great. It was. Oh, uh, nice. Yes. It was. It was before his second season, before his breakout season in Toronto. And I remember taking the picture. I was like, man. I don't know what it is. I know you're going to have a great season this year. And he kind of looked at me and was like, thanks, man. <laughs> Go away now. I can totally just, see him. Yeah. I can see his demeanor. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, yeah, sure, buddy. Go the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of his response. Yo, yeah. maybe he was just so moved I'd like to by that comment. 
He was just discombobulated think, and just like needed time for himself. I will say and that it, every good game I he think had, that's what it was. Every good game he had, I think post game he thought of me. I think so too, man. I yeah. think you're underestimating the the emotion, the power of positive affectation yeah. you uh, made. Yeah. Well, he did start the hashtag "Pray for Kev." Yes. <laughs> which yeah. I always thought was like, is he sick? Is, well, I what's, started, what's wrong is with my Kev? friend? Is my friend sick? I don't I know. Call him getting, up immediately. I started getting a lot of weird phone calls from like unlisted numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was just like, "Don't talk to me." And like, yeah. I think it was him, but I don't know. Yeah. Guys, can we talk about getting messaged by unlisted? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's 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 a that was a nice a nice time for me i think yeah. <laughs> um simon do you have anything you want to plug what you got uh, what you got coming up in your life oh wow things to plug that's nice uh well for any vancouver folk oh. uh my duo partner cat letwin and i our duo is northwest passage we're hitting up the vancouver sketch comedy festival uh next friday nice Jan- that's awesome thank you yeah shows you got uh, one, and then we're just doing a little like one scene guest spot the Sweet. opening night. Yeah, well, maybe there'll be other like stuff going on too. Have you been to Vancouver before? Uh, I have not in depth. I've I've it's never beautiful. been. So it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. so great. It's great. You're gonna have a great time. Really excited. Yeah. So yeah. So if anyone's there, uh, Waterfront Theater, Friday, Jan 15, 7:30 p.m. And then um, uh, yeah, check us out on Facebook and uh, uh my improv troupe, Fake Cops. You can find us on Love Facebook as well. We got two monthly shows. Yeah, it's good. Good stuff. You, so wait, uh, the, the one show's uh, is it's the disaster show, right? Yeah, yeah the second Tuesday What's of every se- month. Uh, What's the second show? Uh, that uh, disaster's at the Ossington Tavern, and then the second show is the Thunderdome. Uh, Fake cops versus an amazing uh, improv troupe S and P. Yeah, uh, that is the like third or fourth Sunday of every month at Bad Dog Theater. Sweet. Yeah, uh, Simon's a busy man. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Um, awesome. Well, well thanks. happy 2016. Thanks everyone. Happy 2016. Raph's got a couple wins in a row. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be nice. Great. Thank you so much for having me, guys. This is the best. No problem. Hello. Stay clean, Toronto. <laughs> there it is. This has been the Confederacy of Dunks with Kevin Douse and Freddie Revis. We're on dunkspodcast.com. At Dunks Podcast on Twitter. We're on Stitcher. You know all these. Give us a rating. It'd be nice, actually. Uh, now we're starting the second part of the podcast, which is the Stephen Avery portion. Uh, and we're going to have three deep in the background. Um, so if you want to call into the show, uh, just tweet at us what you think the verdict really is. Um, and uh, we'll get to the bottom of this. Steve, if you're listening, I don't know about a pardon, but I definitely want to get you a new trial, brother. Enjoy 3 Deep. I don't know why. Steve Haver. <laughs> <laughs> um.